What's going on, everybody? My name is Dragon258. I'm here to bring you episode two of the Dragon's Hangout with my co-host, Tommy Boy. Episode two, Xbox is doing what? What's going on with Xbox? What's going on with the Florida Man stories? We'll find out today if we got some good ones. I'm here with my co-host, Tommy Boy, and we are going to get a good stream going on. We're going to start with, you know, the normal dumb Florida moron. We're always going to talk dumb for tomorrow on first story, and then we'll go into rolling into maybe the gaming news, and we'll we'll figure how the flow goes and whatnot. As soon as we get everything rolling uh, and whatnot, and we'll see where we go from there. Um, hope you guys stick around. Uh, subscribe on the Apple Podcast. We're on you. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. Uh, YouTube.com/slash the underscore dragon two five eight, where you can see the live Twitch chats and whatnot going on and. Everything like that. You can also check us out on twitch.tv slash the underscore dragon 258. Come on, hang out, and if you like it, give us a follow. It's a free. Just like that subscribe button on that YouTube button. It's a free button. Go ahead and hit it, just like that podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Anybody to hang out with is a good old thing. Let's get it to it. Tommy Boy. Oh, Tommy Boy. Up. There's my boy. There's my boy. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday too, sir. All right. Let me start off first by saying, episode two. We're in episode two. How you feeling? Feeling great? Feeling good? Uh, I'm good. A little bit exhausted, but I'm good. I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. The sun hit me hard today. <laughs> Man. The sun is like awesome, but it drains you. Yeah, I'm just happy last night was pretty good. Right. Very good night last night. Uh, me and my, me and uh, Tommy Boy went out and went to the town festival for a ACDC tribute band. So it was kind of a fun time. Can't complain on that. Can't. It was really good vibes last night. Oh, yeah. Very, very good vibes. Uh, biggest biggest thing on between me and Tommy Boy, we were... We were airdropping some stuff to people, see if they were if they were if they were accepting it. Oh, what are we gonna do? Big big talk today. Big talk tonight. Big talk tonight. Yeah. Xbox is doing a couple good things coming out, and there's some good articles out. And then we'll go. You want to start with Florida Man first, or how do you want to how do you want to roll tonight? Uh, let's go ahead and do Florida Man. All right, let's go to Florida Man. We'll start with the. Oh, my button's not working for some reason. Dumb Florida moron. We'll get the Florida man started. For anything. Let's see. Alright, I got one for you. Dumb Florida moron. Florida man arrested while trying to warn Space Force about battle between aliens and dragons. <laughs> this is out of Barvarda County, Florida. A man had been arrested after stealing a car in attempt to access Patrick Space Force Base. According to the Sheriff's Department, Mr. Johnson, 29, stole a truck in Rivera Beach before heading north to the base three days later. While trying to get to the Space Force Base, Johnson claimed the President told him 
through his mind that he needed to steal a truck to warn government officials about the aliens fighting Chinese dragons. Johnson was arrested and booked into the county jail. He's being charged with grand theft of a motor vehicle. The Space Force base is located between Satellite Beach and Cocoa Beach in Barrier County, roughly 18 miles from the Kennedy Space Center. It is home of the Cape Canaveral Space Force Station and Space Launch Delta 45. Now, I can see that happening. It's funny. I've been there. Cape Canaveral, beautiful. Beautiful place. It is a very beautiful place. Um, I don't know what to say. Are you on LSD? Are you on drugs? Trying to tell the, the, the government, hey, I'm, I stole this car. Yeah, you have to be on something <laughs> if you say that. Especially to a government official. Exactly. That is one of three. What do you got for me? Uh, today I have a Florida man arrested for calling 911 after a kitten denied entry into strip club. Oh, wait, a kitten? Yes. <laughs> All right, let's so, hear it. So in 2012, a Florida man became irate when a strip club wouldn't let him enter with his kitten. He felt he felt his kitten had every right to enjoy the gentleman's club. The club wouldn't let him in, so he phoned 911 several times. Eventually, police officers arrived on the scene, but not to help him. The man on his... Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Police officers arrived on the scene, but not to help the man or his kitten. Instead, the police arrested the Florida man multiple, for multiple charges, including making 911 phone calls. Okay. Oh. Give me a point on this. What one? You're trying to bring a kitten into a strip club? I don't. I, I don't understand why you would even bring one like a personal pet to a place where like it's not very clean. Right. I I, I don't know. I wouldn't bring my own pet. No. 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 I, mean, no, I, no. I could see if somebody had like a service animal, but yet I still wouldn't even do that or consider doing that. Exactly, exactly. I who knows? Maybe that was his his service animal. Yeah. <laughs> was it his service animal? That's the big question. <laughs> yeah, I, I am not sure. I'm not for sure either. All right, ready? Florida man tries to flee deputies on a riding a lawnmower. <laughs> Florida deputies arrived using taser to stop a man who tried to avoid arrest by fleeing on a riding lawnmower Saturday. The sheriff's office said that this they were serving a, an arrest warrant on a 40-year-old man. Found him on a mower in his backyard. Um, they shouted at him to stop and get on the ground when he tried to escape on the mower. Deputies chased the gentleman on foot before using a taser while he was finally caught deputies found him with a revolver a handcuff key and a pipe with methamphetamine residue inside the pipe um he's facing charges of grand theft grand theft of a vehicle felony criminal mischief two counts of ar arresting a resisting an officer possession of a concealed weapon by convicted felon Carrying a concealed handcuff key, possession of drug paraphernalia, felony failure, and other counts. Now, 
Maybe it wasn't his best pipe. Maybe he was holding it for his buddy. But right. I want to ask the question. How is it a felony to have a handcuff key? Explain that to me. To be honest, I wouldn't even know why that would be a felony. Because, I mean, I don't know if it's illegal to even have handcuffs yourselves. Well, I mean, you got your bike handcuffs, but you can't have the real deal, you know? Yeah, true. But it's very easy to even get, like, real deal handcuffs. That 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 is true. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Alright. You know, maybe he even wasn't uh, a magician. <laughs> he just that, had a key. <laughs> may, maybe. Maybe. I'm gonna chalk it up, too. Before he got on methamphetamine, he was um, just, just the man that wanted to do magic. Mm -hmm. Who who knows? Um, what you got for me? Um, Florida man tries to evade arrest by cartwheeling away from cops. <laughs> <laughs> so in most, in most police chases, the criminal escapes in a daring car chase. Well, this Florida man took a slightly different approach. First, the man stopped a truck on the road by doing a backflip. Then police arrived on the scene and attempted to arrest him. The Florida man wiggled out and did a did a car wheel to evade the police. He didn't get away. Well, if you think you're fast enough to do car wheels to evade a cop, <laughs> I don't know what your issue is. Hey, hey, you gotta believe once in a while. I can already see it. You can't catch me. You can't catch me. Sir, stop. <laughs> this had to be a big jolly guy to not be able to catch you doing car wheels. I'll say that. Oh yeah. Um let's see. Alright. was that your was that your one? Or you got any you got anything on that? I mean that's Yeah, no, 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 that's that's my one. I, I thought it was pretty funny. I you know what you know what would be kinda cool if he did like he was trying to like barrel roll to be like, alright. Gotta keep rolling. Gotta keep going. <laughs> that would have been funny. Okay, here we go. Florida man arrested for trying to get alligator drunk. <laughs> Florida man have tough time staying away from alligators in 2019. The sheriff's office arrested a man after he tried getting on an getting an alligator drunk. Apparently, the man was trying to get the alligator to loosen up and chill out. Of course, the drunken alligator bit the guy. Never mess with an intoxic alligator in Florida. That I've never heard someone trying to get a Florida or a gator drunk. I've heard fish, you know. You got your weird laws, you can't get a fish drunk and whatnot. I understand that, but I mean, you know how it is. I don't understand why you would even get an alligator drunk. <laughs> like I don't even know how you can get that close to even get an alligator. Drunk. I I can understand like you're far away and you got a pole with like like liquor or like a like a liquor glass or a beer bottle or whatnot. And um, I can understand. Um, I can understand that, but I don't. Um. I don't see you, you getting your hand stuck. You're gonna go, oh, here you go, Mr. Alligator. You're gonna dump it, and you're gonna go, oh shit, it bit me. Right. 
Game over then. I don't even know how to even do <laughs> I don't even know. Can I have no words for that? I don't know either. How is it possible? The world will be never know, and I'm not going to try it. All right. What you got? Um, Florida man trapped in unlocked closet for two days. What? <laughs> so here's a story featuring a Florida man and a Florida woman. It's a deadly combination when the two come together. Well, not in this case. At the State College in Daytona Beach, Florida, a couple was trapped in the closet for two days before finally calling for help. When police arrived on the scene, and they were quickly discovered that in the closet, the door was unlocked the whole two days. Oh, what? I feel like that story would have, like, they're on something. Like, that... there's no way you, you don't check the handle when you're in there. Now, see if it's is the drugs the play into this? That's our big thing. Right. And two... They're probably on something two days before they be called for help. You, they... Maybe they fell in there, knocked their head, okay? <laughs> you know, the the husband goes, Hey, dear, I need... I need to get me... I need you to get me um, something from the top shelf. Alright, cool. Mm -hmm. Maybe he knocked his head. She went to go help him. The door shut. The door may be an automatic latch or something. And there, she's like shaking the door, like freaking out. But if it's unlocked, there's got to be drugs involved, maybe. Yeah, or there has to. There's no way you can't not check a door to see if it's unlocked. Um... So, the true question is, did it say the age of these people? Like, were they young, it did old? Not. Oh. It did not. It just said Florida man and Florida woman. I mean, it did say the deadly combination, so. Right. Maybe they were older and something kicked over. True, that could be a factor as well. <laughs> um, okay, let's do... You, you want to roll over to gaming news. I know there's some big talk right now. Some big, big talk right now with the Xbox. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so it is confirmed um, as of right now. I I had found it on the uh, the Twitter and a couple other places. Um, I have to find it real quick. Um, where is it? So confirmed by the Call of Duty. MW2 Informer, which is uh, quoted as their Twitter tag of COD MW2 Informer, confirmed confirming plan to put all Call of Duty games on Xbox or the Game Pass Day 1 of launch. Free Call of Duty games for Xbox and PC Game Pass holders. Stay tuned for the following for more for the uh, for the following. That's something big going to be happening. Is it gonna be, is it gonna do good and it's gonna have more people coming over to the Xbox Game Pass or B is it gonna come not be good and come over? That's that's my question. I feel like if it attracts enough people, they will come to the Xbox Game Pass. That's what I, I feel. Like. So some, is, some some stuff no. attracted me, and that's the reason why I got the Xbox Game Pass. I got it because I was like. I seen all the free games. I'm like, all right, um, like the other game that just 
is getting announced, you know, taken back to the golden eye days of playing on the N64. It's coming to Xbox Game Pass. Um, you can play, you know, you got your cloud gaming, you got all that. Now, is that going to affect sales, is my question. Huh. You have to think about that. You know, you got your sales per, um, for the, um, itself of maybe with, like, you know, you see sales about, um, PlayStation getting stuff early or Xbox getting mm -hmm. stuff early. Is that going to affect that as a whole? Um, I don't think it will. Okay. From what I've seen from the past, like, different stuff. But I, I just think it won't. Okay. You, I could be wrong. Like, I know, like, PlayStation gets, like, when the new M-Dub comes down, when it, when it officially releases, PlayStation's getting it earlier, like, a week earlier than Xbox. Uh-huh. So, I know that's confirmed. It's also being confirmed that we'll be getting all the Call of Duty games on the Game Pass. It's going to be nice. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. But it's going to is that going to boost sales and revenue on the Game Pass where it's going to they're going to start charging more for the Game Pass or is it going to uh, drop, you know? Let me ask you that. Yeah, I, I feel like they'll probably raise it like $10 or something. Right. Because I know on um Battle.net mm -hmm. before um, <coughs> uh, before some uh, Microsoft bought a company right um, it, it wasn't as bad as the Xbox okay they're um, they're pricing but I feel like now they're just gonna make it even more expensive just to be able to play the Call of Duties I got you I got you on their own platform okay what you got for gaming news um, I heard Splatoon is taking a hit right now. Why do you say that? Are into it. A lot, a lot of people have been liking Splatoon three that just came out. Okay. Um, I heard their sales are going up. I hear their sales are going down. Um, but it really depends on what's going. Um you know, what's going on for that week, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, let's get into, let's, so, there was, there's talk right now, um, Resident Evil 4 is going to be, the remake is launching on, this is, this is big for anybody that's a Resident Evil 4 fan. They're, it's launching on PlayStation 4, but not on the Xbox. Is that going to be a good thing, or is that going to be a bad thing? Um, I, I, I have mixed feelings about that. I, don't, I really don't... I don't know if it's going to be good, but I also don't know if it's going to be bad. Right. And with the remakes, you know, all the good remakes are coming out. Don't get me wrong. Remakes out of the ass... It's going to be good. It's going to be great. Um, just like, you know, if uh, if we had our good friend here with us, she can elaborate a little bit more. For it's a down under governor from across the pond. Good day, mate. <laughs> she can elaborate a little bit more on this, but um, The Sims 4. 
The Sims 4 going free to play, and if anybody had it, they get the DLC, the new DLC um, expansion completely for free, or whatever they were giving for free. Um, yeah. as, as I say, and I, you know, I ask you this because you know I played it, you played it, um, our down under friend have have played it, everybody plays it, you know. Right. Is that going to affect sales? Is that going to bring sales up for DLCs and they're going to raise more money? And they're just going to, you know, DLCs are what, 60 bucks a piece? Per se? Um, from what, from what I heard her say to me before, I feel like she's, she, I, I'm pretty sure she said that a lot of people are, are taking a hit with, with Sims the way it's going. Right. I mean, there's plenty of mods to play with them, but I haven't even checked right. into that. Um, it, I mean, it's going to be good. It's going to be bad. It really depends on how you're going to play it. You know, it, you're going to take, if it's a $50 DLC, it's going to raise to 60 If it's uh, a $3 DLC, it's going to go to $5. Yeah. So we're, we're both ways on this. I mean... Yeah, it, 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 it could go either way, to be honest. Okay. Um, you, you got anything else? Uh, yeah. So, I, I saw that PlayStation is, is coming out with a new VR for their console. Really? Yes. It's called the PS... The PlayStation VR 2. It kind of looks kind of like a, a... Uh, what is it? A Vive? Okay. Uh, kind of, a little bit. But the hands are more bulky. Really? Mm -hmm. That's... It. Like, when you say bulky, I know... Is it kind of like how the the Quest 2's controllers are? I know they're, uh, they're bulky. It's a little bit bulkier than that. Ooh. Like, they have, like, a cage or, like, a bigger cage around them. Ooh. Yeah. Now, are they going to have... But, go ahead. But the... It does have a uh, OLED um, display. It does have 110 degree view... Uh, 4K HDR, resolution of 2000 by 2040 per eye. Um, it's close to the HTC Vive, which I was saying. Okay. But the retail price is going to be like $800. Jesus. Yeah, that's... So that's going to be more expensive than the actual, like, non-disc console of PlayStation. Gotcha. Um, let's see... So, I know he touched bases on this just a little bit. GoldenEye 007 is in a, you know, it's coming out for the Xbox Game Pass. Um, after decades of back and forth, the James Bond classic is finally on the <coughs> modern consoles with some limits. And they're, they're quoting this as some limits in, you know, bold text. Mm. A remaster of the GoldenEye 007 is the way the Xbox Game Pass as part of the Rare Replay. It features an impressive uh, frame rate native 16 by 9 4K resolution and split screen multiplayer. Unfortunately, Microsoft confirms that GoldenEye 007 is not featured online gameplay on Xbox console. That means you can't, uh, you can't frustrate your friends by picking up, picking odd jobs unless they're in the room with you. 
players on the Nintendo Switch will be able to play the GoldenEye 007 online, even th though even that has a particular setup. Um, that's going to be, I mean, that's the biggest thing right now for the Xbox, I think. But maybe down the line they're going to implement online game servers. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they will. Oh! Is that, is that our... Is that our good friend, our... It's a down under governor from across the pond. Good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I I see her. From our good... From our down... You know, we have a special guest here with us. If she will reveal herself to us as a voice of reason here. Um, I would like to introduce, for the first time, Miss Demonic Volpix into the podcast. It, it, her mic's still muted. I th I think we're we're having technical issues. Technical issues with the push to talk. Ah, uh, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I is it probably the same thing? Hang on, give me two seconds. Let me see if this fixes it for right now. Oh, hang on, hang on. I'll have to give her the same role as you to see if that fixes it. There it goes. As I'm saying now, Miss Demonic Vulpix. Hi, that's me. Um, <laughs> I, I I thank you for joining us here uh, with the the podcast. Thank you for taking your time out of your day to come join us. Um, if you want, if you would like to give your the viewers a little rundown about your like culture or anything like that. I know that we did it with Tommy Boy. You know, he explained a little bit about his culture itself. Um, if you would like to do that as well, you're more than welcome to. Well, everyone here knows me as the Monic Volpix. Um, and I'm an Australian, if you can't tell by my very wonderful accent. Uh, I don't really have a lot to say, per se, unlike Tommy, about the culture, because I don't really pay a whole lot of attention. Uh, here we go, here's a myth for you. Um, we do not like shrimp on the barbie. I'm tired of hearing it. Ever since I've been in America, people ask me all the time, how do you feel about shrimp on the barbie? And 9-11, and why didn't you tell us about 9-11? Because you're from the future, because we're like 13 hours ahead of everyone in America. Well, guess what? Shut up. I didn't know you. I was a little girl. That, that, that's all I have for you. Okay. Okay. Um, <coughs> <coughs> sorry, I'm dying a little bit. I'm sorry about that. Um, Why are you dying? You know, hit my vape a little bit too hard. It went down the wrong pipe. My bad on that. Um, so, me and Tommy had been talking about the, um, the Sims 4, and I want to get your opinion on the Sims 4 going free to play. What's that going to do? What's that? How's that going to affect us? And explain a little bit more detail. I know you have more hours than I do, so. Uh, let's not let's not talk about how many hours of The Sims I have. It's a bit great. <laughs> so on the seventeenth of October, The Sims Four is officially going free for anyone who already owns The Sims Four. Currently, has the ability to get the next DLC that's being released for free. 
Now, I know a lot of people who probably don't really play Sims very much or don't own Sims think that's a really, really cool thing. And I'm going to say as a veteran, it's not. No one gets. It's literally a kit pack. No one likes kit packs. It's five bucks. If I wanted it, I would have bought it, and I didn't want it. But thanks, it's free. No one likes kit packs. I mean, I like kit packs. It's free. I see. <laughs> Um, do you think it's going to affect sales on not just kit packs, but with everything, like, with itself on, um, what's going on in life on it? Like, is it going to make DLCs more expensive, or are they going to offer more bundles, in your opinion? Um, so, The Sims 5 is supposed to be getting released, I think, in 2024. I know that they're kind of, they're stagnating a lot with content that they're making these days. The community is in an uproar. We're, we're all upset. We're all disappointed. So, I, I don't know about whether or not they're going to raise the price. I mean, it's constantly going on sale anyway, so even if they do raise the price, it's not going to make a whole lot of difference. There are people in the community that are complaining about the fact that the game's going free, but the thing is, I don't understand those people complaining about it going free because we've had the game on sale so many times to the point you could buy the game for $4. Like, that's how much it was a 95% sale last year during Christmas time. But people are getting upset about it going free. I don't see the big deal about it. I you don't either. get it for free. I got it. I but, bought mine at, I think it was 5 bucks when I bought mine. I wish mine was 5 bucks. Uh, I know you, you got you got a different price than us US you know USDA people um well I also did buy mine on release as well so it was a full price then oh see she bought hers at full price what do we tell them buy on sale no one listens listen Linda 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 okay <laughs> I love the Sims you don't understand you don't understand Okay, when they when they started releasing The Sims 4, I I will admit it took me two years after purchasing The Sims 4 for me to actually start playing it. They didn't like it. They did a shit job. Uh, right. Um. But. So, the I know you know you can check Demonic Vulpix out on her Twitch channel, Twitch.tv/DemonicVulpix. Uh, great content creator all the way around. Um awesome person to, you know, get to know, play games with as a whole. I've played games with her and Tommy both as a whole. It might be kind of cheesy once in a while, but it's a great game. It's a great time once in a while. <laughs> I think you're kind of cheesy, bro. I'm t what are you talking about? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know... I'll have to agree with her on that. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, let me ask you this. You've been on Twitch longer than I have. You and Tommy both have. What, what do you, what do you think about the Twitch stuff that's coming out? The new, the new podcast stuff that's allowing people to just set it as, if you're at your home station, you don't have to go to that person's, uh, whereabouts or their studio. You can just pull up your Twitch chat and join them that way. Do you think that's going to be good or do you think that's going to be bad? 
I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't have an opinion because this is actually the first I've heard about it. The only thing that I've heard about is them removing the host feature. And honestly, I'm really 50-50 on that, but... Let me get your opinion about the host yeah. feature. Well, with the host feature, it is pretty 50-50. Because as I said, there's, there's a lot of people that come to me and said, Oh, you hosted this particular person, and I went and checked out their content, and I really like their content. Um, or, like, I wanted to see what you were up to hanging out with your friends. You hosted them, and I followed you. That's that pretty creepy when you say that loud. So I do think it has its benefits because it's a great way for more people to uh, discover and get to know more people, especially like within communities and friend groups when you want to like share that with your friends per se. Gotcha. But at the same time, I'm not really fussed about it because you can incorporate being able to when people go onto your channel, you have your friends list and you also have recommended channels um, and you can also auto host. So even though they're taking the host feature away, they're not really removing it, if that makes sense. Correct. So, you still have the recommended, like, hey, this person's offline, you should go check out X friends. They still have that feature. Yeah. It's just they're taking away the, like, when you do a raid off, you're automatically hosting. Just like they had removed, yeah. What? let me ask you this, they removed the feature of, uh, if your friends on Twitch, you can see what your friends are watching is that a bad thing yeah. since they removed it? You know, let me get your opinion on that. Honestly, no. I mean, there, there's probably been like once or twice in the... How long have I been on Twitch? Eight, nine years? In the eight, nine years I've been on Twitch, probably only been one or two times I've ever bothered to actually look to see what my friends were doing at that time. Okay. I don't think it was a very necessary feature. I mean... Most people on Twitch know how to open a dialogue and say, hey, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> I mean... Who are you watching right now? What right. So, let me ask you this question. Um, I'm looking at... Did you start, like, did you start streaming on Twitch the day you created an account? Or did you, you know, did you have to build up to doing it? Because I, you know, I... No, you, so... Go ahead. Well, I, I got on Twitch in 2014, but no, I was watching people for quite a, quite a long time. I only started streaming 2019. Okay. Um, what do you, <laughs> what do you recommend to people, you know, you've been doing it a little bit longer than I have. I started, I started doing, uh, you know, the Twitch stuff. I've, uh, I didn't start, uh having a sub goal or anything like that until about 17 months ago when I first have hit my affiliate goal. Um, what do you recommend to smaller people that are still trying to hit their goal? What they're trying to, you know, trying to get that, that, the recommendation of, hey, you need 50, you know, 50 this and you have to have an average of this. What do you recommend to people? Consistency. Consistency. Consistency and and publication. Okay. Um, put put out your stuff on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, like just publicize. You know, obviously, don't go into Twitch and publicize because that's not really bad form. But put yourself out there. Keep a steady screen schedule. Stream, English stream schedule. And stick to it. 
and have fun. This is the most important thing is when people see that you're having fun, they are so drawn to that. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Anything else that you can really touch, like, basis on that? Because I know you and Tommy have been streaming longer than I have, and here I am. I'm 17 months, 206 followers as of 918, and, you know, I'm, I'm just a small little guy. You know, one to two people in my chat. Hey, ooh, I'm... So... So in my regards, usually when I stream, I think my my average is about ten viewers at the moment. Since since I took a, a very large break, and I think that plays a lot to do with um, I'm very active with my community. Um, I'm very active in my Discord with my community. A lot of my friends also are streamers themselves, so I'm very active with going into their streams and um you know, communicating with them and seeing how their streams are going. So it's sort of like a both-way sort of situation where I go into their streams and they come into my streams. It's obviously never an expectation, but it does certainly help to make friends with um, other people on Twitch and Big, to visit their streams. Pretty much, big, kind of people. Pretty much like, bigger streamers, bigger communities. Yeah. Sometimes it does when you politely, without making, you know... The, the streamer upset, you know, let them know, hey, I'm uh, streaming. Not, not I'm streaming right now, but I'm a streamer. Do you have any tips? Right. You know, and you gave, me, you gave me a little bit more insight when we do, you know, stuff like this, you know, um, improving the community, getting to know your community as a whole. That's our biggest, biggest goal is to get a community mm -hmm. of a group. Um, I know, I know we touched bases just a little bit about it when we were talking via, you know, one-on-one -on -one and whatnot the other night. Um, I know we're going to get a group of people together as a whole, um, and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Um, do you... I know we're gonna talk more basic, and we'll we'll get into it a little bit more later on down the line. Do you think it's going to help us as a group grow bigger, and kind of like you know I want both of your guys' opinions on this, both uh, Tommy and yourself's uh, opinion about this, if that's okay with both of you. You're good. All right. So, do you let me? You know, the question is. Is it better for both of us, as a group, the three of us, which will be including more people like you'll see uh, Tech the Taxi Land, he'll be coming over this way and helping with us as well. Um, and we'll see what where it leads into. You think it's going to be good to invite massive amounts of people or people that you know close, it, you know, get a little content into it on both your guys' sides on this. Um, are, are you talking about, like, adding more people to, like, like, show podcasts and all that? Yes. Do you think this would help us as a whole? Or, you know? Um, I feel like different people's inputs is good, but not having too many people, or having too many people will not be good. I, I don't know how you word that. Okay. Uh, let me get, uh, Demonic. 
Well, my opinion on the matter is definitely very, um, the way we move forward with it. So a lot of people who have stream communities usually play a rough amount of like similar games together, which does kind of help. But there's also, there's usually one niche thing, um, like with the LGBT community, they, a lot of the time they get together and, you know, their niche thing is being the lovely LGBT community. That's their niche and they do their thing and they all support each other while promoting the LGBT community. Then there's um, a couple of my other friends who have their own niche group. They're all DVD players. Um, they all have their own streams, their own communities, but as a team, they all play DVD. So they, so they characterize their team as a DVD player. So I do think Obviously, you don't want too many people to be in a team because that's not what makes the community. The community isn't the team. The team is kind of like the mom and dad of the community, if that makes sense. Okay. So, I do think it's important to to be around people in your team that are going to support you and what your goals are in your streams. So, if your stream goals is to to get more viewers. To, to get more coverage and stuff like that, then you want people in your stream, or in your team, should I say, that are going to support those same goals. But if your goal is to be the number one farming simulator and everyone else's goal is to be the number one horror spooky game show, that's not really gonna mix together, if you know what I mean. Right, right, right. Um, is that going, let's say, you're getting, you know, you said you got your team of DVDs to Farm Simulator. That's a good thing. The meta, as they call it, a meta, per se. Do you think everyone in that team should support each other as a whole? So, like, I know you're 16 hours ahead of me. It is that going to affect me supporting you? Yes, because I stream at different times than you. Because when you stream, I stream... I'm, you know, that night, and you're probably asleep, or you're, during the day, I almost, you know, back and forth, either way. Do you think yeah. with having people in different time zones going to help as a whole, and that, you know, we can discuss that later on and whatnot, is that going to affect as a whole, or be showing support of that team of you know, of the group of the community, is that going to help say, hey, I'm not streaming at this time, but this guy is, go support him, you know, yeah. per se. Yeah. Yeah. I think in both retrospects, it kind of works, because it, it all depends on the kind of people that you're working with as well. So, like, someone in my position, although I am 13 hours different from you, I do have a very stupid sleep schedule. So, I would usually be streaming... Um, pretty much around the same time that you would normally be streaming, actually. Really? <coughs> yeah, because my sleep schedule is crap. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I mean, I... it depends on the person. Right. Okay, let, let me get the opinion from a uh, good old Tommy Boy real quick. If, uh, if he's there, Mr. Tommy Boy. Yeah, what's up? Let me, let me, same question to you. Do you think with the different time zones, 
and affecting would affect us as a whole or would you know the with it brings back the question with different time zones does that affect your team or your group of friends that you stream with will that affect the support um i feel like it would because you know like say like you plan for this time but it wouldn't work for them for their time because like it'd be like if we plan it for like a, a later on during the day but for them it's like the middle of the night maybe like in the very mo early morning for them I, I don't think it would work out okay as easy as people think that's what I you know I always like to ask questions about that stuff and um you know I I've talked to tech the taxi land guy um he's a very good guy um he he supports us any way he can shape or form but I know with him, his schedule's kind of, it's a consistency where I might be only streaming three times a week, you know, Wednesday, Friday, Sundays. Sundays being Podcast Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, do you think everyone's got to have a different day, like where their niche is, where, like, Sundays are Podcast Sundays? Let me, yeah, uh... let me start with you on that question, and then we'll go to uh, Demonic on that one. I feel like, yeah, I, <coughs> I think everybody should come to, like, an ag I don't want to say agreement, but a, um, but just, like, figuring out, like, what day work works better for everybody, just to narrow it down, like, on that day. Okay. Um, let's take it over to Miss Demonic. I do somewhat agree with that as well. Um, but my my opinion would be that obviously everyone can't make a schedule that works. There's only seven days in a week. And when you like realistically think about it, it's not a lot of time. Not everyone can move their schedules around as well. But I do think that it's important, especially as a community or a team, that there should be one or two unspoken days so like, for example, you have your podcast on, on Sundays, and I do feel like that's a day where people should go, okay, podcast is not exactly the same as streaming podcast, is something that we should all as a community be stopping and coming to do together. So I feel like, for example, on Sundays, we should all take a break from streaming and come irritate you with your podcast. <laughs> um, so let me, let me follow up with that question. Let's say... Let's say I stream on Wednesdays. I do Arma 3 operations on Wednesdays. Should whoever's streaming that day, they're raiding off. Alright, should they raid off to the team? Or should they raid off to another friend that they find throughout? What? Let me get your opinion on that. Well, so the big part about that for me is I'm, uh, I would say if you're playing the same game, definitely 100% raid off to the team. But if you're playing, um, a, so for example, if you're streaming and you have all of your regulars, all of your friends, you your friends already know your own friends, you know, like you guys already all know each other, which is usually my case as I have consistent viewers. Um, I would rate off to new people because that gives your friends an opportunity to get to know new people. But I would absolutely take the chance to raid the team at any opportunity. 
if that makes sense. Yes, yes, that makes perfect sense. It's supporting your team as a whole and welcoming in, bringing new people to there so that they can grow as well. But they're going to say, hey, yeah. that's a good rate-off. That it's, it's a different game. It might be, you might be playing Dead by Daylight and I might be playing Farm Simulator. You're going to rate off to me and they're going to be like, oh, this guy's pretty good at this game. You know, he knows his, he knows his stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me, let me take it over to uh, Mr. Tommy. I'm agree with her. Same thing. Um, if you're streaming the same thing, you know, should have rate or host same person but if you're not then I don't think it should really matter okay um what go and just, like, host somebody else. right so the big controversy talk right now over the twitch communities and I've looked through forum boards through reddit through the twitch forums everywhere the big talk right now is for some reason people the streamer you know you don't hear me say hey I need bits hey donate it's hey Hit that follow button. If you like coming here, hit that bell for notification. Go over to YouTube and whatnot. Do you think people are aggressive about that? Like, the Twitch streamer? And, you know, do... When I... When someone asks, hey, I'm trying to hit a sub-goal for a, a charity. Should they keep mentioning that charity? Or should... Or if it's like, hey, donate to me. I need... I need money for this wheel do people let me get your opinion about that whoever wants to start out i i honestly i do find it quite unappealing when you go into a stream and the console going hey by the way you know you can just press that sub button hey by the way i see that you have a uh, prime badge have you used your prime this month you should totally use it on me uh, i don't i think it's unflattering it's not cool it honestly, most of the time, just makes me want to turn off the stream. And honestly, I don't know. I just, I get a kick out of it in the sense that I end up making fun of the streamer and pretty much never wanting to associate again. But at the same time, when it comes to things like in regards to charities, when you're doing charity streams or you have like charity goals, obviously you want to keep bringing those up. But you don't want to bring it up every 10 minutes. So say you're doing like a three, four hour stream, bring it up once an hour. There's nothing wrong with that. It's for a charity. And anyone in their right mind would know that charities are a very serious situation. You don't just bring up charities, oh, because hey, I want you to know that you should stop just for this charity. You know, it's not it's not a fun thing. We're doing it because we're showing support. Right. So everyone likes the support. Let Let me ask you this. So the charity function. And I don't know if you looked through your Twitch panel in a while, but the charity function, do you think that's a good thing or is that a bad thing? And, you know, put a little detail into it. I don't know. I Honestly, it's not a feature I've actually ever looked at, to be quite honest. I don't have an opinion. Okay. Um, I, I heard you talking about it in your last podcast, um, but I've never actually checked it out myself, so I don't particularly know what it is. So, pretty much, you know, basic understanding of it, it's the bigger charities like the Leukemia, the Red Cross, you know, the Wounded Warrior Project. And it's like char big charities that are big 401, you know, they're non-profits mm. and whatnot. They help the communities and whatnot. Yeah. But 
See, <coughs> go ahead. That sounds to me like that sounds to me like something. I would rather go and find a, a charity for something that I would like to support. Like you were saying in your last podcast, if you were to go to go and support a charity, you'd want to go and support your firefighters. That makes sense. If I was to go and support a charity, I would want to go support something that I'm passionate about. Obviously, still going to a charity, I'm still showing support, and I'm still, you know, I want to say volunteering in the community, but it's the same thing, but doing it through the Twitch integration, I don't know if they get like a percentage of it or something like that, and just the thought of that being the case makes it unappealing. I got you. I wouldn't be surprised if it would be like that at all. Do you think Twitch should take that away? Or should they... Well, Go ahead. Honestly, if they want to take it away or keep it, it's to their own volition or what they want to do. People want to utilize it. That's also, you know, within their own volition. I'm personally not faced by it. I don't have any intentions of using it. Okay. As I said, I will do what I would like to do in regards to a charity stream. But I bet with a lot of people who aren't as knowledgeable in the ways of going about and seeking out the charities and getting the information and get everything set up, it's a useful utility for them because it's an easy setup. It's already there. It tells you what you need to do. You know, it's just a click away, if that makes sense. So it's like a, an easy utility for people that would like to help out with the community. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just not for me. Okay. Uh, let me take it over to Tommy on this uh, subject on the you know, the first, and then we'll lead into the charity thing. I know we talked basics, but nothing crazy, like, huge on it. So, we started with the, the, the raid and the bit, like, the talk about donations, and then we'll go into the charity uh, talk again. Um, to be honest, I don't even have an opinion on it. Like I said before, not in the, the previous podcast, like, I grew up to where, like, if you see a, a charity, you know, donate to that, or if you're going to donate a large amount of money to one charity, you split into all the individual charities. Right. Well, that's how I, I was raised. Right. So, let me, let me ask you this. Backing, we're going to backtrack just a hair. What about people asking, like, begging, hey... There's there's the sub button. Hey, your Twitch Prime but badge is it's a fresh badge. You know, have so you used I, it? What do you I've think about that? A, I've seen a pretty big streamer like you know, um, basically kept begging for people to sub, donate, you know, throw bits at her, and it wasn't pleasant to watch. It it was it was like a really boring. I I don't know. The atmosphere was just like. I wouldn't say depressing, but just like sad, just to watch somebody like beg for people to just throw money, throw money at her. <clears throat> so you you're pretty like you're kind of like touching bases on like, hey, that's not cool to do, don't do that kind of situation. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I really don't like seeing that. I don't like people like abusing other people like just just to throw money at them. I, I'm not. Fan of that. No, it's 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 stupid, and this is you know everyone's got an opinion like a butthole, as I keep saying yeah. here, and we're kind of like a free talk, kind of chill podcast hangout, 
But right. everyone's got an opinion. Like, everyone's got a butthole. I think it's stupid that people say, hey, come sub, come sub. Don't, no, if someone's going to sub to me, it's because they like my content. They want to support me. Right. If I, you know, I might throw a goal up there of, hey, I'm looking to go get something new for the setup or like a green screen, you know, so you don't see my background. Mm -hmm. And I think that helps as a whole that whatnot but the bigger streamers are like oh hey hit that hit the sub button um i think this is this is my opinion most 90 you know it's a 50 50 on if people are going to donate to that person but it's another thing if it's like hey i'm doing a hot tub stream you see me in a big hot tub hey i'm in a hot tub i'm right my i'm writing your name on my my body if you sub and i think that's stupid yeah, I, there's a lot of different mixed emotions on stuff like that. I, I really don't think like the hot tub stuff should even be on Twitch because you know you you still have like children on there. Exactly. Do you think YouTube will do that as well? Well, you know, it's not just us getting affected. It's you know, YouTube, Facebook gaming, and everything like that. Do you think they're gonna have a category called? hot tub beach and whatnot or you know i understand like the beach is one like you could be like out on the beach and you're you're walking the beach and you're looking for like money with a metal detector that would be kind of cool to watch someone do that's that's my opinion if someone's finding shells or something that's kind of cool but you're not screaming hey donate money and i'll write your name on my body that's that's stupid Um, take it over to Demonic on, uh, the, the hot tub stuff, and we, we'll roll into a new topic off of that. You want to know my opinion about the hot tub streams? And, like, the, the category of hot tub beaches and pools category on Twitch. Is it good? Is it bad? Uh-huh. Dude, it is the most annoying thing. It's obviously bad. I remember being in a stream once with a friend and they were just talking about the hot tub streams and a, a whole bunch of them they were just going oh you should check out this stream she's got you know big knockers and she's barely wearing anything and it's barely covering her body and blah 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 and I'm just like like you've just made your own stream unappealing let alone made me want to go report a stream that should not look like that micro bikinis like that shouldn't be on twitch it won't even be on they won't even let that stuff fly on tiktok half the time exactly. i don't know why they would let it fly on twitch i i know tommy said about there are children on this app but i don't think it's just about children they have um in the tos you read the tos it says you're not allowed to show feet and yet you see people in the um hot tub all the time accidentally oh no I showed a little bit of my ankle you know what I mean right and they don't they don't really get in trouble for it because they're in the hot tub category and there are also people with some very interesting kinks just throwing it out there right literally people have some very strange kinks and then you have a bunch of men and women in their micro bikinis God knows what people are kinking enough about when they look at that sort of stuff. Like, 
my perverted brain think things so I'm sure other people's does too <coughs> exactly exactly so I'm gonna I'm gonna switch the topic over we're gonna there's there's talk right now in the gaming community as a whole I know both of you do graphic design and I've been learning from yourself uh, from both of you guys if you guys ever need anything uh, contact Demonic Volpix or uh, Tommy Boy uh, via the Discord uh, and get help these guys out with commissions and whatnot as well. Um, talk is right now Adobe is purchasing Figma for twenty billion dollars. Now, Figma is a web-based graphic design tool that centers around collaboration. It's completely with it's completed with Adobe XD for years, but it are is now becoming part of the Adobe brand. Um, the more the move has drawn quite a bit of cre uh, criticism from artists. Many view Figma as a bastion of Adobe free creative software, while Adobe purchases of Figma is expected to go through into 2023 pending uh, pr approval, the tech giant CPU said that Figma will run autonomously. Now, what? Let me get both of your guys' opinion. If you want to start, ladies first on this situation. Do you think that's going to affect? I don't know if you guys use Figma. I have not. Um, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Go ahead and start. Whoever wants to start first. Um. The only time I've ever used Adobe was in the last two years of high school, and I've never even heard of Figma before, to be honest with you. Um, Adobe, I, I don't, I, I can't even say like if it's better than the other one because I can't. I've never really tried Figma, so I can't say like hey, Figma's better than Adobe. But I've had, I've had to use Adobe for a couple of years, and it's. A very cool and interesting like program to use. Now I know you use Procreate. Oh, I know you use Procreate as a whole. Um, yes. Do you, now you've used both Adobe and Procreate. What do you like better, Procreate or Adobe? Um, Procreate has its own stuff, but Adobe it's it's a totally different world compared to there's more options there's a lot more stuff you can do on adobe than you can on procreate okay um go ahead and lead it off to miss uh demonic i actually have to agree i have never ever heard of figma before but i have used adobe when i first started doing digital art and stuff like that i used adobe and i actually really like adobe um, I use Procreate because Procreate is an, an easier software to run because it doesn't require as much um, attention and learning because uh, even though Adobe is such a wonderful program, it does have a lot of features to it and I have a very slow brain. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I prefer the versatility of using Procreate over having to learn all the stuff on Adobe, but Adobe by far, I have to say, it's a very leading program. But even a lot of artists who do digital art would tell you that they do prefer Cre uh, Procreate over Adobe. 
Adobe is um, usually a program that we would use after we've drawn our drawing on Procreate, if that makes sense. I got you. So we would we would do our bases on Procreate, you know, our lines, our sketches, maybe maybe the outlines and a bit of coloring, and we'd finish it on Adobe. Maybe we'll even redo it on Adobe, but it's it's Procreate usually the startup thing. Okay. Unless of course you're very experienced. Right, right, and I'm not very experienced in the. Um, it's a different kind of value into it as well. Um, Procreate's got its thing compared to everything else. Um, where I started, I I don't like the Adobe products. I like Procreate, where I can pull out my iPad and go, all right. I drew it up, and then I can really fine-tune detail it and put my brush strokes into it. That, you know, everyone's got an opinion mm -hmm. on it. And I like Procreate. You guys have gotten me into Procreate. Um, moving forward, um, EVGA. It's a, you know, EVGA does the best of the best graphics cards. The talk is... Um, EVGA has been a stalwart of a graphics card industry for years, but soon it will become the end. The component makers shocked the industry by announcing plans to completely cut ties with NVIDIA and stop making graphics cards altogether. EVGA cited disrespectful treatment from the NVIDIA and the other reasons for the split. EVGA has earned a solid reputation and a large part of its support and warranties. The company confirms that it will honor all warranties with, of all existing cards. EVGA is committed to our customers and will continue to offer sales and support on the current lineup. Also, EVGA would like to say thank you to the great communities for the many years of support of the graphics cards. Said the management, quoted, uh, with the NVIDIA RTX 40 series on the way, people will have to look somewhere else to pick up the best graphics card let me start with miss demonic do you think you know i know you don't know it you know you might know a little bit about the graphics card industry uh, let me let me get your opinion literally the only word i understood in what you said in the video so i'm gonna be straight up press the big red button and say ah i don't know i have no opinion i'm afraid i i like know literally nothing if it wasn't for tommy and his assistance and stuff like i know how to use computers and how to work computers and all that sort of stuff but like the internal work in computers mm -mm, pass i'm sorry i can't you'll have to get tommy's ingenious opinion on this one okay uh let me get mr tommy <laughs> no you're good you're good no it's it's good topics all the way around yes bring on the new cards so excited but what do you think about the evga cut like they're cutting ties with nvidia is it gonna be um, good bad you see if you cut ties with somebody else there has to be something else in the works like maybe a different company offer them something even better than what the company that's letting go has do you think you know it's gonna I mean? yeah right right do you think it's gonna be good or is it gonna be bad um, so we're just going to have to see how the new stuff is, if they do have a, a new company coming in, but it could either be bad or good. I think it's going to be uh, relatively bad at first, because, you know, it's, you're working with a new company if they do have one, but it will, I, I don't know, it's, it's kind of mixed, really, for me. Okay. 
Okay. I'd say that it'd be both good or bad. Um, okay. That I think personally, um, it's gonna be bad, but we'll see in the next couple you know, the couple weeks or the couple months that are coming out. Um We big talk about a couple weeks ago. Um <laughs> Give me one second, guys. Tech the taxi land. The taxi land coming. We ride. We raid at dawn. It's coming in for the ride. All that hype train. All the hype is coming in. Appreciate you guys. Party of thirteen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. If anybody needs, you know, come on over to the Discord. Come hang out. Bonk. My bonk button. My bad on that. Come on over to the Discord. Come chat with us. We'll come hang out with you. You come hang out with us. Come on, hang out and whatnot. Um, talking a big couple things going on in the... Uh, so, the lead... I don't know if this is going to affect the Halo industry. My man. Hang on, let me find my man button. My man. Where's my man? my man button? My man! My man. Um, the Halo industry. Everyone's played Halo. The lead developer, Bonnie Ross, leaves the 343 industry. Will that affect any Halo games? I don't think they're coming out with any new Halo games in the next couple years. After 28 years at Microsoft, including 15 leading the 343 industry and the Halo through its uh, steps towards forward, Bonnie Ross is leaving Microsoft and stepping more t spending more time with her family. Uh, quoted, we are thankful for her leadership at the 343 during the team launched Halo 4, Halo 5, Halo the Master Chief Collection, the Halo television series, and the Infinite and Halo Infinite. We wish her all the best. The head of productions uh, will become the studio head effective immediately. The 3-4 team is a hardworking shipping the winner update, the biggest Halo Infinite update since launch. Ross created Halo Master Chief Collection, which has evolved as a well-received title after a rocky start. Um, do you, let me start off with anybody, really anybody, let me get your opinion about this. Come on, um, Whoever wants to start off, uh, we can go from there. To be honest with you, I have no opinion on that. Okay. And to be honest, I don't think Miss Down Under here even has an opinion on that either. Miss Down Under? Yes. You come from the land down under. <laughs> I, I, he's right, though. I don't have an opinion, to be quite honest. I I do quite enjoy the Halo games, but it's been a while. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, and I, I'm out of the loop when it comes to information about like the ongoings of, of companies and places and stuff like that. So it kind of just pew! Have a conversation. Right, right. Exactly. Hey. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. We all, um, you know, some topics are. If you guys got any topics, we we'll we'll go off any any topics at all. Uh, if if anybody's got anything. Yeah, I'm 
Hunter patch nut. Boy, I give you that much. <laughs> hey, I like my gaming news. I wonder what's happening in the world right now. Any of them, like, this day in history stuff, that's kind of cool stuff. is in there today's my country's independence there there we go let's let's talk about the Chilean independence give us a little backstory um tech has got one as well let me text asking all of us why do people cause drama in other people's streams You see, I, I feel like people are bored and don't have nothing else to do, so they just come in and just cause havoc in people's people's happy place. <laughs> it's kind of like a mosh pit. It's cool at first, but then as soon as you get an elbow, it's not fun. That's a good point. Good point on that. Um... Uh, I'd also like to say that I think it's got something to do with jealousy because they wish that they could do what you're doing. You know, there are people out there who probably have the ability to stream, but they don't have the mental know-how how to do it, so they kind of just take on people because, you know, they're jealous, they're envious, you've got something that they want, and they're too narrow-minded or close-minded to be able to go and reach for it or achieve it themselves. Like, it's really not that hard in this day and age. You load up your PlayStation, load up your Xbox, you can literally stream right off them not that big a deal, have a mic. Most people, when they start out, don't even start with a mic and a camera. Like, when I first started streaming, I had no mic, no camera. I just streamed. I just played Pokemon. It was great. Which Pokemon, though? I just think people are jealous. Which Pokemon games did I start out playing? Yes. Uh, I believe I was playing Platinum. Pokemon Platinum. Very good one, very good one, indeed. Um... You know, falling back on text question, why do people cause drama in other people's streams? You know, it is a jealousy thing. I, I will agree. They're envy. They have an envy of trying to start stuff in people's streams. It's not right. Um, it's not right at all to do that. And I think personally, it is a, it, it's bullshit. That flat out bullshit. If you're going to come into someone's stream and you're going to do that shit, don't come into mine. If you're going to be like, oh, hey, I'm I'm big time streamer of Twitch. Come over and hang out with me or they whatnot. Um, so it, it's a different type into this and whatnot and to see people being envious where if they come in and say, hey, click this link, you're not going to get me to click that link. Uh, what not. Tech, uh, Tech had said, I started off on Mixer, uh, Beam at the time on the Xbox. He had no camera, nothing like that, and he still streamed. That's dedication, you know, personally. Um, you know, if, what's, what's the deal with people trying to start shit in Twitch communities? That's my big question. Why do people do that? You know, let me ask you both, and ask in the chat as well. Because they're childish. 
<laughs> my opinion. Nothing better to do, so you just become childish online. You become another person online. Really. That's saying something, actually, when you think about it. Because when, when you're online, like, you can, you know, pretend to be anybody you want to be. I'm a 40 year old magician! Take that back to Big Mouth because that was a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that it's it's, it's not classic. a good time when she smacks you. No reason. <laughs> as as Tex says, he's the same person online and offline. The stupid, crazy former taxi driver. He's a very good guy. Um, yeah. Taxi. Taxiland is a very good guy all the way around. I've met him a couple years. We figured it to be, I think it's eight, no, three or four years. We've been we've been good friends for three or four years. Still to, you know, when COVID first hit and whatnot, we still kept to being a group as friends. We didn't start drama between us. We support each other as a whole. And one podcast, we will be inviting him in as well. Um, I think the next one, and I got to speak with, uh, someone that is not in the room right now and not watching, if she will come join us. Um, as tech, as tech, taxi lane says, I got sick with COVID. I met this mofo playing RP. We used to play Grand Theft Auto RP all the time, but that will be for a podcast night that we will have to get together and figure out a time and a date for us to get with everybody as a whole, you know, with the group as a group um, next podcast the roast of Dr. Folgers <laughs> um, oh jeez Louise that, that's going to be a good one that's a very good one um, any, any good topics that anybody can think of you know, I'm asking Twitch, I'm asking you guys, anything else? Um, I don't really have anything else to say for today. Okay. I mean, it's been a very long, chilled weekend for me. Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. 100%. Um, as taxi, taxi, I don't, go I don't ahead. Know I don't know if the topic was brought up at all, but are we going to talk about at all the wonderful festival that went on here in Delta for Highway for the weekend? Actually, we kind of touched bases on it, but if you would like to elaborate a little bit more. Well, I'm just going to say straight out, as someone who comes from overseas, um, as a foreign person's perspective, I suppose, is one way to think about it. Um, I've never really been in a small town like this, you know, uh, Australia is a very interesting country, but being at that festival last night, seeing such an incredible band, Thunderstruck, it was an incredible band, if, you, if you've never heard of them, you have to go and look them up on YouTube. I think it was an incredible honor that we got to watch for free, honestly, because holy smokes. That was, it was wonderful, but going around, seeing the market, seeing the, the food that you guys sell at your festivals and fairs as well, magnificent. 
<laughs> where 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 we deep fry everything, <laughs> Oreos, anything like that, <laughs> cheese, Oreos, anything like that. Um, it, it's very good festival. We do it one time a year. Very good time. Cannot complain. It's always a look forward to in the next couple. It'll be next year. Keep on rolling. Um, Tech brings a good um, question to the podcast as a whole to the three of us. What do you think of the MW? What do you think of MW two coming? And what do you expect of it? If you want to start, ladies first, or if, you know any of you guys. I'm hyped. All I really cared about was them bringing back Dolphin Dive. <laughs> I was one of those toxic players that would just run Dolphin Dive and basically like lay down, shoot people. That was my thing. Okay, Miss Devonic. Sorry, I was busy high fiving Tommy because I absolutely agree. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm not playing Modern Warfare 2 in a fat minute, but that game is a, definitely a classic. It was one of my favorite Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, and then the OG Black Ops. Personally, it if they're really putting the voice um, proximity chat into this, it's going to be good. You're going to hear a lot of hot mics. You're going to hear a lot of stupid people. So, what I'm thinking what's going to happen is... You know, they, they talked about Fortnite shutting down their servers and whatnot. I think all the little kids are going to come to MW2 and all you're going to hear is screaming little kids crying because I dolphin dived and killed them. Now, you know, bringing it into the MW2 community and the Call of Duty community, <laughs> the squeakers, we'll bring back the squeakers. Um, the big thing is the talk of uh, the one girl that was cheating on at the MW2 release. She got her account banned. Let me get your guys' opinion about that. Is it going to be good? Good. I think it's great that she got banned. Because not only they, like there was multiple kids and we could see her like cheat, but she was just a negative person in general from some of the videos that I've <coughs> Towards other streamers, like I don't know if you watched any of the the recorder guy. So the guy that plays Call of Duty with a recorder, mm-hmm. he is funny when he gets a kill. <laughs> you gotta watch him. It. I don't know exactly what his switch is, but he is a funny guy when he he got he got a kill. At the the beta or the like the beta party land, it was good. There, there's also a guy that's really good with uh, soundboards. I don't know if you ever seen him on TikTok. I have, or I have not. Yeah, but he's he's really good with soundboards. I need the I need to look him up. That that would be a good guy. Um. Big things is, um, I do want to thank Demonic uh, Vulpix for coming in into the podcast. I know her headphones just died and she can't hear anything or talk or whatnot. I would like to thank her for coming in. It's it's a great time to meet her. I've met her and let's, let's just say 
good person. Go check her out, Demonic Bullpix, on Twitch. Uh, uh, Taxi, if you can, please give her a shout-out for me real quick, if you're still here, buddy. Or if uh, Mr. Tommy, if you can do it as well. I don't know exactly if you can. Help me out with that. Thank you, Mr. Taxiland. Good. Thank you. It's been a pleasure for being on your um, podcast tonight. I really enjoyed being here, and I look forward to the next one. See you guys next Sunday. <laughs> uh, demonic pull picks, everybody. Um, I think that's going to wrap everything up. Tell you the truth, Tommy, on this one. Uh, it's been about an hour and fifty or hour and forty-four minutes. About hour fifty is where. Oh man! I know. Exactly. When we're just sitting here. Uh, Next next podcast, we'll be bringing in, we'll bring uh, Demonic back into the podcast. Um, we'll be bringing the other half of the Dragon Squad. Uh, my, uh, you'll meet Miss Dragon. Um, it's going to be a roaster. It's going to be. Uh, so Taxi will probably be joining us as well. We want to get more opinions. I think the next one's going to be maybe the four of us. I'm not 100%. It might be the five of us. I'm going to see what her, how she's feeling next Sunday. Um, the bot did work. Um, so anytime we can uh, get anything together and whatnot, I want to get... This will be going up on Apple Podcasts. This will be going up on... Um, anything like that it will be going up on YouTube it will be so you can replay it every time and whatnot until then I want to thank everybody coming out for episode 2 season 1 episode 2 of the dragon podcast or the dragon's hangout or the hideout I'm still 